at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Happy New Year. We are excited to have you along for another year, sixth year of Utah Car Sense here on the Zone Sports Network. That is unbelievable to me, Jeff. Yeah. This show began... I think it's longer than that. You think it's longer than six? I don't know. Let me go back. So that'd be 2014. Let me go back. I got a car I sense. think it is longer than that, because I got married in 2013, Did and I was already producing for the show. Our first show was January 3rd. So this is actually our anniversary. Yesterday was, yeah. Yesterday. Wow, crazy. Let's see. Um, I think it was January 4th, actually. Of 2013? Nope, January 5th. January 5th, 2013 is our first show. So we are seven years tomorrow. Seven years tomorrow. Tomorrow will be your seven-year anniversary. That's insane. Utah Car Sense. You want to see how to make it sick? Are you sick of me yet? No. Seven years of me? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> you know what's really scary about that? Huh. When... You are getting sick of me? <laughs> no, is that when we first... So on January 5th, 2014, right? That's what you just said? You said 13. 13. Was it 14? Okay, yeah. So 13. Okay, okay, that's right. When we opened this show, Tesla stock was a... Thirty-four dollars, <laughs> and we were talking about it whether it would hit a hundred. <laughs> Whoops! Tesla closed on Friday at an all-time high of four forty-three <laughs> for a stock of Tesla. Unbelievable! We should have all invested. What were we thinking? <laughs> what were Why we did thinking? we not put all of our life savings in that? Every penny we've ever seen. Right? Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Now I'm looking at right now. January fourth close. The Friday before we started the show was thirty four forty. But my question to you, Jeff, is if you had done that, then are you selling today at four forty three? Yeah. Oh man, you'd have to. <laughs> well, and I just don't believe that. I believe it's almost to the point where it's now going to start to go the other way. I think that we thought that's what we thought last time when it, when it hit yeah, three sixty and then it dropped all the way down to like two thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have literally you could have bought it for one eighty five on May thirty first of twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. What? Why is it up three hundred percent since then? Four hundred percent. Because they're making up how many cars they're selling. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, it's a, it's a, it's all about it's all about hype. Musk saying this is coming, this is here, this is exciting. You want this, and it may not, may or may not be real. Here's the crazy story. So there's a CNN story out there that came out this morning. That in the last seven months, short positions, so people who are selling Tesla short, right? So th- betting the other way against Tesla, right? Have lost $8.4 billion. <sighs> so I would have lost $8.4 billion. The second biggest <laughs> loss for short sellers was Apple, where in the same period, people lost $6 billion. Why were people betting against Apple? Like, I could conceivably see why you are betting against Tesla. They're bad bets. <laughs> Apple? Why are you betting against that? That's like the surest, safest bet in the world. Yeah, June 3rd, Tesla hit a 52-week low of $176, and now it's up to 442 Good for them, man. I mean, 
I, I think they are. I think they are magicians and smoke and mirrors with what they're promising. But hey, if enough people buy into it, that's the game of the stock market, I guess. As long as you don't do it illegally, which we could argue they're kind of doing some so, of it illegally. So if you heard the new, so there's a new. Uh, Update feature, right? So I've talked about me trying to get Subaru guys to to take the front cameras on the car and do an integrated dash cam, like right? DVR type yeah. thing. So huh? Tesla has a dash cam that's integrated in their car, right? That you can get as an option. So some guy texted or sent a, tw- a Twitter message on November twelfth to Elon Musk saying thoughts on saving dash cam footage when honking the horn. <laughs> it's like you honk the horn and it saves the dash cam footage. Okay. So they just so. <laughs> Tesla just sent a holiday software update to owners just before Christmas and included a holotech upgrades and features. Included were hard news features like blah, 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 surrendering loan marking. Yada, yada, yada. unusual safety feature included the ability to automatically save a Dash game CAD video clip by honking the horn. So the idea for this novelty apparently was a Twitter user. So they gave it to him for free. So the idea is you see a piece of road debris coming at you, you push the horn a couple times and it records what happened. Yeah, right. I I would like it more... I hope actually what it is is if there is something that has just occurred, then you honk the horn and it saves from that point backward too. You know what I mean? Because oftentimes you'll you'll get an accident or something will happen and you yeah, don't have time to I react. I think the horn would work well. Like if you honked it and it recorded 10 seconds prior to when you honked the horn. That's great, like yeah. If it's yeah. automatically recording all the time and you honk the horn and like 10 seconds before it records that whole footage. Or if you get an airbag accident, it shows you all the video footage 20 seconds before and whatever. Yeah. Or it's, even a couple minutes before yeah. just to make sure you cover it all. Like I, a reverse dump button? Yes, yeah, right. Totally. You get that time back. Yes, exactly. For all the times Austin swears on the air. Well, we do have to have a disclaimer because of me now, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that is your fault. <clears throat> oh, it's 100% my fault. I'm not hiding from that in one way at all. That's It's me. <laughs> it, now, it's, it gets awkward what, during that disclaimer. It says uh, it doesn't uh, represent the views of the staff, and I'm like, wait a second. Am I not staff during these two hours? <laughs> Am I your employee during these two hours, Jeff? Because if yeah. so, I gotta I gotta renegotiate some things. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So in the last month, there was another three uh, autopilot accidents for Tesla. <sighs> it's because they need to stop calling it autopilot. I mean, I think the system's excellent. I think it works. It does its job. It does what it's designed to do when used correctly. But when you call a system autopilot, people think they don't need to drive. So the, there were three crashes involving Teslas that killed three people in the last month, last two months. I uh, I was recently talking to someone, I won't say the name of the company they were working for, but they were, it wasn't Tesla and it wasn't, but they have a system that allows you to uh, drive with assistance, pretty much like iSight that Subaru has. But this person was dressing it up to me that he just lets the car drive and he, he even said, I've watched movies, I've taken naps while my car drives to work. And I, I'm shaking my head going, these cars aren't designed to do that. And this guy is in the business. It really, really, really scares me. Because totally. I don't think people understand just because it says autopilot, that does not mean that it is like a jetliner where you push autopilot and then you go take a nap in the cabin. 
That's not the case here. It's like, no, but when you put autopilot on, it says this isn't autopilot. It's like, don't call it autopilot. Yeah, that's the key. Change the name of it. Just don't call Like, I think that they've got a pretty good lawsuit against them from these people. Just based on you calling it autopilot. I mean, there's some personal responsibility to the thing, but you are instigating a system that people think of autopilot, they think of airplane. They think, right. I mean, go back to the 80s. They think about the movie Airplane. Autopilot, yeah. a pilot inflates and it flies the plane. That's right. <laughs> like, that's autopilot. Because in airplanes, that's what happens. Mm. You put a plane on air, autopilot, it is flying on that vector, it is flying the plane. Yeah, right. I mean, it literally will change, like on an airplane, and a sophisticated airplane system, it literally will change the vector. Like if you have the, your vector planned in, like I fly with my dad in, in the front, if he's on autopilot and he has his route planned all the way to Salt Lake, he literally can sit back and read a book the entire time. Sure. Flight. The difference there is you're up in the sky alone. You're not dodging bogeys. <laughs> yeah. Well said, Goose. <laughs> hey, by the way, have you seen the new trailer for Top Gun? Oh my How gosh. excited are you? Uh, so I was <laughs> I was on a scale of zero to 100. I was at a negative 60. And Until then I you saw, saw the, the trailer. trailer. How excited are you now? 190. <laughs> it's going to be the coolest movie it's ever. It's so cool. It's going to be amazing. And I'm not I'm not a huge Tom Cruise guy. It's going to be awesome. My heavens, it might Kilmer's be his best too, right? movie. Uh, yeah. Val Kilmer's had a rough time by the way. Yeah, he's not looking as he's not looking as young as Tom Cruise. Well, he's had he's had like death illnesses that he's had to bounce back from. Illnesses that were that should have killed him. And that's why he gained all that weight back in the day. And oh, but yeah, I do believe he'll be part of the How movie. How old yeah. is Tom Cruise? Sixty-one. I'm guessing. Fifty-seven. Close. Okay, so he's looking pretty good. Wasn't he's looking pretty off. good for fifty-seven. Yeah, not bad. He's got a really good uh, toupee maker. That's for sure. Yeah, he's a really good plastic surgeon. You, ever, like good you ever notice about his mouth? No. His teeth are uh, offset to one side. Interesting. If you ever watch, he, he smiles crookedly so that you don't really notice it, but his mouth is like a quarter of an inch to the left from where it should be on his face. Like inside his mouth is what I'm talking about. Like his jaw is on a slant. It's weird. Anyway, t- check it out. Next time, you'll never be able to unsee it. Next time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Top Gun will be really cool. Uh, do you want to hear these Car of the Year awards? I want to get your thoughts on... Okay what these mean and if this actually is a thing sometimes we get these awards and you're like okay that's what brand not. are we talking about so there's five uh five different ones uh first one ram 1500 business insider selected ram 1500 pickup because of the most plush driving and provocatively designed full-size pickup on sale making it the perfect full size for the modern buyer the 2020 Ram 1500 has a starting price of 31895 So Business Insider gave car of the year to Ram 1500 I don't know about Business Insider. I think I'd, I mean, I think I'd work more towards the car of the year list on the Motor Trend. Okay. Let's talk about the Rob Report. <laughs> Rob, R-O-B-B, Report. Jeremy's blog's car of the year is the, <laughs> the, the Rob Report. Ford Pinto. Hey, this is Rob Report gave the car of the year to Lamborghini Urus. So some guy in a boardroom <laughs> just like, ah, I think it's Lamborghini. That's a cool car. It's called the car of the year. Hey, this guy has a YouTube channel. Let him give an award out. Right. Uh, Come the, on. the Detroit Free Press. 
Okay, that's a little better. I don't know, because listen to who they gave the Car of the Year award to. And tell me they don't have money in the game on this one. The Detroit Free Press gave the 2020 Chevrolet Corvette Car of the Year. There you go. (laughs) I promise you the Detroit Free Press has stocks in Chevrolet. I promise. Absolutely promise. Uh, The Jaguar I-Pace was named Car of the Year by World Car Awards. That's a little bit-ish better. World Car Awards. And then finally, the Women's World Car of the Year 2019 was named the Mazda 3. 41 judges from 24 countries. So the Women's Car of the Year. I don't know why that is important. Why why can only women like Mazda 3s, Jeff? Is that the the message there? That's the thing. I mean, take it. I mean, you got to take one you trust, right? Which of those do you trust the most? Like, Business I, like, Insider, Rob. Car tr- <laughs> you got to go to the car magazines because those guys have like real car drivers. Motor driving, Trend, Motor Trend, Car, car and Driver. driver. Like mm. Motor Trend's Car of the Year has always been the big one, right? Who and was that? They actually gave Chevy Corvette. Oh, they they agreed with they the Detroit. Agree. That is a really cool car. Okay, I would. Give oh, them that. I'm 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 serious. It is. It's really cool. I just uh, picture all these Detroit Free Press riders, riders driving around in Corvettes now. <laughs> for some right. weird reason, they all <laughs> it's so weird. It's just coincidence, yeah. we swear. Yeah, it's so weird that we got these cars. <laughs> Who would have thought? Three flatbeds arrived delivering eighteen Corvettes for every De- Detroit Free Press auto rider. And suddenly, the women's group is rethinking their choice. <laughs> That's like, oh man, we should have <laughs> picked Corvette <laughs> with Mazda three. They're all driving. We Mazda could have done the Lamborghini, <laughs> the Lamborghini Uru, like Rob, the Rob <laughs> Report. They thought this through all the way. All right, uh, uh, let's talk about this teen that got trapped in a car wash. It's actually pretty scary. So uh, this happened in Massachusetts last Sunday. Uh, this ca- this uh, girl and her boyfriend were at a car wash, a self service, you know, you do it yourself with the hose car wash. And she was in the car. He was washing the car. When all of a sudden, from across the street, this pickup truck came barreling in reverse towards them into their car wash bay. The boyfriend bailed, got out of the way. The girlfriend jumped into the back seat of the car. And the pickup truck, Jeff, went up onto the front of the car and smashed the front half of the car to smithereens. Wow. She would have, she would have died had she not jumped into the back seat. Totally. In time. What do you think caused that? Any guesses as to what would have caused that? Apparently, there was a car wash across the street from this car wash. Okay. And the owner of the pickup truck had washed his floor mats. And when he placed them back on the floor panel, one of them got stuck on the accelerator, oh. and when he put it in reverse, he could not brake hard enough to stop the truck from doing what it wanted to do. The accelerator was pushed, pushed down, down harder like than the brake. Thing, right? yeah. Yep. And so it just went all the way across the street. It's by sheer uh, odds that it went directly into one of the other car wash bays on top of the... What if it just had hit the wall or whatever? Yeah, totally. But thank goodness no one is hurt. Oh my gosh, totally. No one's dead. I could not believe that story. That's a crazy story. Just washing your car, and here comes this truck on top of you. Okay, here's what I'm going to give you. Here's Motor Trend. All right. Car, truck, and SUV of the year. That's always been the big one is Motor Trend. 
Yeah, I would agree. Right, that's always been the big one. So here are your. I'll give you the finalists for each. They don't really have skin in the game. No. Yeah. So, so your final, your 2020 car of the year finalists were the Audi A8, Chevrolet Corvette, Kia Soul, Mercedes A Class, the Mercedes AMG GT, the Porsche 911, hmm. Subaru Legacy, hmm. Tesla Model Three, and the new Toyota Supra. Oh, okay. And Good for it. Subaru to get on yeah. that list. And then Corvette won it. Then you got SUV of the year. You had the Audi e-tron, mm. the BMW X5, the new Kia Telluride. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lincoln Aviator, the Lincoln Corsair, Mercedes-Benz GLS, Porsche Cayenne, and the Subaru Outback. Okay. And then the truck of the year was the Chevy Silverado, Ford Ranger, GMC Sierra 1500, GMC Sierra 3500, the new Jeep Gladiator. Ugh. The Ram Heavy Duty and the Ram 1500. Uh, the, the, the Ford Ranger was on there, the new one. So, yep, the new Ford Ranger was on there. So when I, look, when I hear those lists, the SUV and uh, the, the car of the year, all those names seem very, uh, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but uh, they're elitist type brands. Mm-hmm. Porsche, uh, Mercedes-Benz. Short of Chrysler. But then you get to a car in the Subaru Legacy and an SUV in the Subaru Outback, and uh, it just strikes me as this is not... If I lined up all those cars in front of uh, people, they would pick out the Subarus as kind of being out of place with those other cars just because they're not luxury brand. But about 10 years ago, Subaru was still kind of considered that niche type luxury brand now it seems like this is an everyday car that gives you luxurious uh, 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 accoutrements so you can get the the luxury uh, lifestyle without paying for the Porsche logo on the car does that make sense what, what I'm laying down no, there I got you like I, I don't I don't see a Porsche Cayenne and a Subaru outback as the same as in the same family I just don't and that's maybe because I feel like the Subaru Outback is focused on being a good car, and the Porsche Cayenne is focused first and foremost on being the sexiest car, and then being a good car. I don't know. That's just how my opinion yeah, of I'll it. I'll give you that. So it's good to hear that these Motor Trend is taking into account the longevity of the car, the reliability, the cost of the car, and the coolness of the car, the sexiness, the sex appeal of the car, which that Outback and that Legacy make complete sense to me why they would be on those lists yep. all right this utah man in springville named ben workman is one of just a handful of people in the world who have turned to cybernetic implants simply speaking they're different kinds of computer chips that let you do different things without carrying a device on your body instead it's in your body. Okay. So if you hold up your hands in front of you and you look between the thumb and the, the, the index finger, there's that little webbing. A little package of... Yeah. He has inserted in each hand a 15 millimeter, so about half the length of a thumbnail, a little chip into the webbing of his left and right hand. One is, one is just a magnet and the other is his key to his Tesla. He inserted these into his body so that he could unlock the door at work and his computer with his magnet hand. 
and his car with his Tesla hand. He but he, he said that he could not find. Uh, this is a Utah man. This is a guy who lives in Springville. Ben Workman. You can check it out at fox13now.com. Uh, he could not find a doctor to do it, so he went to a veterinarian. The veterinarians wouldn't do it for him, so he went to a tattoo parlor. They wouldn't do it for him, so he went to a, a ear piercing parlor, and they wouldn't do it for him initially. So what he did is he had a relative, because these things you can just buy these, Jeff. And they come with a syringe, and you just inject it into your body, pull the trigger, and this little thing goes in under the skin, and then you remove the syringe. And then you let the skin heal. So he had a relative implant these into his, into his person. And then eventually he got a tattoo parlor and an ear piercing parlor to also implant something else in so he can do something else. I, I didn't read what that third thing does for it's him. It's just but. the stupidest thing ever. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> Because listen what he can do with it, Jeff. He says that, uh, excuse me, the magnet in his left hand, he says, it doesn't have any interesting functionality besides magic tricks. I play tricks on people who don't know I have it in my hand. I try and convince them that, uh, say, a banana is the key to my door. And so I hold a banana up. And it unlocks the door, but really it's the chip in his hand unlocking the door. So does the, the key in my pocket when I walk up to my Subaru. <laughs> I didn't need to do it. I didn't need to do a syringe in my hand. Like I got a key in my pocket. I can do that magic trick too. I walk up to my car and opens up. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what's going to happen next? It's going to be in your cell phone. Oh my god! You're going to have your cell phone in your pocket all the time, like every other of the 270 million Americans in this country. Well, and that's you can already like pay for stuff with your right. phone and do that I, kind of thing. Is it that much harder for me to pick my phone out of my pocket and put my hand against the thing versus <laughs> taking my hand out of my pocket and putting it next to the thing? And he's he says that his next goal is to. Uh, get on board with like Apple Pay and Google Google Pay so that he can just like a Jedi master wave his hand in front of the NFC receiver and pay for his things Not to at mention the, the fact store. that now that he's got a receiver in his hand the NSA can just track him anywhere in the world. That's the key here. Right? This guy yeah, he's this totally guy can never now. hide again. It's like Mission Impossible 3. Totally. When is. they put that little chip in her brain it's like, a little tracking device, and then they can just blow bi- you up start at any biting point. it out. That's <laughs> right. Exactly like right. Jurassic Park. <laughs> going to gnaw the tracker out of my back. I just, I would never do this. It's the dumbest idea. Ever. I would be worried about medical problems. Right. Like, this is a foreign substance and object in your body. How is it not rejecting this? I guess that little well, webbing in your yeah, hand is not. Well, you can argue with anything, right? We've been doing it with dogs for years. True. That just goes in the fat of their neck. Yeah, right. It's the same thing. I just wonder yeah. if it like starts malfunctioning and like you start picking up like radio signals or stuff like that. <laughs> That's the same idea. We put we put <laughs> electronic devices in our bodies all the time. Pacemakers and Yeah. Yeah. Like the eye, eye implants that do like things that are electronic. There's lots of stuff we do that are electronic we put in our yeah. bodies. So I wouldn't worry about that. I'd worry about having a syringe at home kit to do it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one thing about having That's, a doctor do it, but like to have like your buddy with a guess, syringe, like, oh yeah, try it. I guess oh. you're right. Like I've got an artificial disc in my neck. Yeah, right. Same idea. But I had a surgeon do that. I did not order it off Amazon. 
and pay my cousin to come over and, and perform surgery on me. So. You didn't have it put in for convenience sake either. Like, well, well, you or should, magic tricks. Well, I don't know. You should watch me open my uh, fridge with just my neck. It's pretty It's pretty uh, talented that I can do that. I don't know. Yeah, but so Ben Do you Workman, use a banana too. No, I don't use a banana. That's for, for that's for that's child's play. Brian Brown, uh, Ben Workman of Springville, joining the the next decade uh, of and they they think that this is going to be start to be really more popular, more and more popular that people are going to be implanting chips into their body to no longer have to carry around keys or phones or wallets. I just don't see the I don't see the appeal of that at all. 855-340-ZONE if you want to be part of the show 855-340-ZONE we got a lot more to talk about in the final half hour coming up next including one thing that UTA is doing that they think will change public transit in the Wasatch Front and beyond top car trends to watch in the 2020s and when is leasing a car the more frugal option we'll get Jeff's thoughts on that and more right now or coming up next on Utah Car Sense have a car question ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE you're listening to utah car sense with jeff miller and austin horton presented by mark miller subaru on 97.5 and 1280 the zone and the zone sports network Welcome back, Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru, mmsubaru.com, Southtown, Midtown, Midtown 3535 South State, Southtown there in the Southtown Auto Mall, and Jeff Miller is here from Mark Miller Subaru. I just saw your handsome face in a Southtown Auto Mall TV commercial over the holidays. Was I I walking the dog? No. Where was I? What was I doing? You were underneath the Southtown Auto Mall sign and saying, come on down here or something. It was on mute. Oh. I don't know what you're saying. I think I had Blue with me. You did? I'm pretty sure Blue was there. Why did I miss Blue in that? I don't know. But you shouldn't. He's more popular than me. Well, Blue is Blue is, blue is blue. an amazing dog. He is so fun. I love Blue. Blue. Where does Blue, blue still live in with Mike? Yeah, Blue lives with Mike. Oh, by the way, you're letting Mike leave? He's not going anywhere. Oh, he's going to still hold on to it's that? It's a part-time job. Okay. Oh, okay, well, he has gotcha. to get it first. Which, so for those of you who know, Mike, uh, Mike Aguilar, who's our marketing director, I think he's been on the show a couple times. Has he ever been on the show? I don't know that he has ever joined ever us. Come on. But uh, he is, he's put his name in the hat to take uh, Aaron Mendehall's city council seat for Salt Lake City Council. So, But that good. doesn't mean he's gone from Mark Miller's No, no, no. Okay. It's a part-time job. The city, okay, Salt Lake City Council is not a full-time job. It's a 10-hour-a-week job. Oh, okay. All right. So he would still he'd still be working for us, but he'd do that on the side. And but at this point, I think she, I think officially within the next thirty days, the city council picks the next person. Hmm. So it's not an election; it's just city council picking. But well, we can't endorse any candidates here. But I will say Mike Aguilar is a good person. Absolutely, he's a great person. He works so hard, and he cares so much about the city. Like he would be an excellent fit for that position. Uh, so he, uh, Blue lives with Mike, though. Blue lives with Mike. And uh, it's a, it's, he's a, such a special dog. Uh, uh, one thing we got to start watching over the next couple weeks is going to be gas prices. Why is that, Jeff? They, they, haven't, they haven't moved yet, <laughs> but... They did move. A little bit. A little they bit. up a little bit. Oil prices... I oil, filled up today. I'm like, that was different. Price per barrel is up 3% yesterday. 
hmm. for a barrel of oil. That's a big jump for oil. That is huge. Oil usually doesn't jump more than half percent a day mm-hmm. either direction, but 3% in a day. So that's something we're, you got to really going to keep an eye on over the next few weeks and see where that goes. Right now, I think Utah's about 274, 275 a gallon. Uh, National's about 260. So we'll see where we're at in a couple of weeks, but there could be some spikes there. So be what, aware. What would your guess be? I mean, one nice thing is that. I mean, in the last 10 years, even prior to the Trump administration, Obama administration, they really have started bumping up so much U.S. oil production that we're really not as dependent on Middle East oil as we always used to be. Mm. So it might not have as big of an effect as we thought as it would have, say, 15, 20 years ago. Okay. So keep an eye on that. But, I mean, it, it could have a 50, 60 cent difference for sure. I, I also always kind of worry about like I, I, this is true. This happened the September twelfth, two thousand one. The gas station uh, down the street from my house that next morning was five dollars a gallon. In two thousand, the day after nine eleven, which that that was just plain and simple gouging by whoever owned that service station. Oh, totally. That that it that won't get illegal. to that egregious. Yeah. I don't. Th- oh, it was shut down within hours. Yeah, it was it was fixed. But I do worry about th- political things happening and those business owners being able to slip that bias and say, "Well, this is what happens when these ty- type of things go down." That's the hard part. Is the whether how controlled the gas price market is around here? I don't know what that is. I don't either. I don't know how much. The nice thing is there's so much supply. That it's hard for one individual guy to say, "Oh, I'm going to charge five bucks." Because, but if they all get together and all the refineries get together and the price, most of these guys have set markups. Okay. Right. So, so my assumption on most gas stations, I would love to talk to a gas station owner who sets pricing like that. But my assumption on it is that they they have it set as we we want to make a eight percent margin or a seven percent margin, whatever that margin is yeah. per gallon, and then mm-hmm. there's whatever their cost comes in at, they just add that onto the cost, and that's their price. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm guessing they're not market-based pricing. Hmm. That would, that would, yeah. All right. I mean, unless you're a competitor and you have a guy across the street that you're fighting with and playing that kind of game. Well, the dirty little secret is a lot of those stations across the street from another are owned, owned and by, operated yeah, by, the same by the same person. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, it, but it's already happening, in my opinion. My guess is it already happens because you just read the average of the country's two sixty. And in this state, we're at 274. Is that what it was that you mm-hmm. read? That's 14 cents over average. And we've got a refinery on every corner right here in the Salt Lake Valley. Mm-hmm. So it's already, in my opinion, happening. We have the stuff here. Part of the stuff is here. We're producing it. And yet we're paying more than everybody else. So I worry about that kind of thing. I do. It bothers me. Uh, I, w- I would bet that we're over $3 in the next month or two. Yeah, I mean, even so, 2001... So prior to 2001, based off current dollars, right? So based on regular pricing, not the actual value of that dollar, but gas prices went to about $1.50 for the first time. In 2001? 2001. Okay. It passed the $1.50 mark the first time in 2001. And that high point for gas was 2011, 2012, where it spiked over 370, 380. Hmm. Yeah, the first time I filled up a car, it was a dollar eighty-five in two thousand and that would have been two thousand one. Dollar eighty-five, no, dollar sixty-five. Excuse me. Yeah, the U.S. the the 
Highest average gas price in U.S. history was in 2011. It was three what? What? Well, based on actual dollars, not in adjusted dollars. Got yeah. We got, got up to four over four dollars. Gotcha. Craziness. So really, relatively, where prices aren't that high. <clears throat> Uh, they're still high. <laughs> and then who knows what happens. Legislature opens in about three weeks to talk about the new tax proposal, which would add a pretty good increase on gas taxes. Man, that that story alone, if we had a, an audience to talk about that with, that, I... The cra- you know what the oh. craziest thing about that story is? They tried to jam that bell, bill in last year. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was within a few votes of getting jammed in last legislative session, where they would have just jammed it through and see what happened. And deal with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the nice thing is at least they stepped back and said, well, study it for a year, and I don't know if they've gotten very far. Yeah, I don't know that much has changed yeah. other than they looked at it for a year. Yeah. There's some real interesting things I disagree with in that bill. But anyway, we'll talk about that at another time. UTA and Rideshare Company have launched a Salt Lake County microtransit pilot program. A long-awaited microtransit program for Southern Salt Lake County officially launched uh, last month, actually November, bringing residents in five cities a new option to reach public transportation for at least the next year. UTA and on-demand rideshare service VIA celebrated the launch of the one-year pilot program that will give people in Bluffdale, Draper, Harriman, South Jordan, and Riverton a new option to go to and from their neighborhoods or jobs and public transit stations. The rides will also be available for trips to destinations like stores, workplaces, and hospitals. This is going to be a game changer if people choose to use it, said South Jordan Mayor Don Ramsey. The program is meant to help UTA study how it can provide customized transit options for the area, which has fewer bus options than places up north, and it is funded by a portion of county sales tax that was passed last year. So essentially, this is a, it's a bridge or shuttle service from transit station yeah. to destination. Mm-hmm. So people that... But it won't take you all to the house. Check, drop you off on the corner, drop you off within a few blocks of where you're going to go. Right. It's like when you, uh, when you have those uh, carpool parking lots. Yeah. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Anything they can do to get more people using public transportation, the better, because we have a lot of people here. They will. We certainly do. And I want our public transit to be more accessible, to run more often, to run more reliably. And then I think it would help us a lot. They say that all rides will be $1. Well, actually, they were $1 to the end of the year. And now a $2.50 flat fare rate for the rest of 2020. So every time you get in that uh, microtransit, it's $2.50. Does that seem high to you? No. Because a round trip well, front runner round is five trip? bucks. Five bucks on front runner. Yeah, that isn't a little expensive then. It's half of that. I mean, you talk about how many people are going to be getting the state though. So the Census Bureau released some data talking about last decade. Utah is the fastest growing state in the country. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, that's so, good and bad. April 2010, Utah population was 2.7 million people. By 2019, the state's population reached 3.2 million. So we've increased 440,000 people in the last decade, hmm. 16%. The only higher one was District of Columbia, which is in the state. Grew by 17%. The next highest state in growth protection, Texas was 15, Colorado 14, Florida 14, Nevada 14, and Idaho 14. They were talking about on the new census. Idaho. Cen- the new census, um, they say that Florida will have more congressional delegates than New York. Really? Wow. In the next census. 
Wow. Is that because people retire from New York to Florida? <laughs> yeah, probably. In droves? Yeah. Because there's no income tax. That's, I mean, I'm not a fan of what New York does all the time in their politics. Certainly not a fan of what Florida does all the time in their everyday lives. So every crazy story you hear is this from Florida. It's the Not Sports Report's official logo is the state of Florida. Florida man. Yeah, Florida man. Florida, Florida man, man exists. Florida man. Florida woman, Florida man, Florida child. Yeah, it's all Florida. It's all Florida. Uh, but yeah, $2.50 per ride, that seems really high to me. It does seem high. It does so, seem a little bit high. I, I wish that it was uh, I wish it was cheaper. Cheaper than the be, gallon of gas right now, though. It's cheaper than, uh, you know, I filled up today at 274 I think. So, but still, it's you're going further than one gallon. My plug-in hybrid's getting 69 miles a gallon right I now. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. That's My plug-in hybrid is over. <laughs> Come on now. Don't you don't need to. Often. You don't need to flex on me on the, with that one. There's not much gas in that thing. Have you filled up since last time we met? No, not at all. It's probably been a month since I filled up. That's silliness. I think about 800 miles, 900 miles a tank. If someone wanted to test drive that, they can. Yeah. They just yeah, come, come take it away yes, from you? Call our Midtown store and they'll figure out a time while I'm there and you can come drive it. But you can't currently buy one here. We, we're, we have some pretty good supply on where we can track them down. So we've been able to track some down. So if you really wanted one, we probably could get you one in a couple, within a week or two. And ship it here. Mm-hmm. But you can't just go in and get one. We don't have any available right for sale yeah. on the ground, no. Do you think that that will be fixed in the next year or two? Will Subaru start sending you some to uh, to sell? I hope so. It doesn't sound like they want to make any more, though. And they're making Why? Five- they just—they say that's a capacity issue, just what they can make. They're making five hundred a month, and that's all they can make is what they say. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Uh, we talked earlier in the show that Subaru met their goal at seven hundred thousand, one seventeen or something like that. And speaking of, I got a cool announcement. Okay. For the first time since two thousand and five, Mark Miller Subaru Midtown is the number one volume Subaru store in the state of Utah. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. We, we won the month, the year by 61 cars. That is really cool. So, yeah, for the first time in 14 years. What does, and to the, the, the customer, that means more options, yeah. more availability. I mean, I mean you, for, you, we could argue, we could have argued for the last decade that we sell more Subarus than any other group because we have two locations. But <laughs> we have, this now actually means that one of our locations is the number one on its own. And it was the South Town? Our Midtown location. Midtown? Gotcha. Yeah, so our Midtown location is number one. If you add our South Town location with it, obviously, we represent about 43% of the market. Hmm. Wow. 43% of the Utah market we sell. We sold 34 or 3,500 new Subarus last year. Wow. Good for you. That's amazing. Uh, 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE if you want to be part of the show. Everyone that calls in is entered to win a four-pack of movie passes. And uh, on the line today, Brian, who's our first caller here? This is Paul. Paul has called in. Good morning, Paul. How are you guys? Good. Listen to... Oh, you there, uh, Paul? I'm infuriated about uh, this uh, taxes increase that uh, they want to dump on us. I mean... Uh, since when the 11 cents a gallon was supposed to go for the university's higher education, since when does 5% of the, bene- you, the people in the state get the benefit from the rest of us that have to pay that tax? Hmm. And a few of these other taxes that 
you know, people can't afford this thing. But yet them clowns up on the hill think that, that uh, money grows on trees and we have a $100 million budget over, over that's uh, $100 million over that they can spend on other things that they need to do instead of just blowing away and doing whatever they feel like doing, just like the uh, bill on the uh, marijuana bill. They watered that down so bad now that people can't even use it. So I'm sorry to get a little uptight, but I think it's a ridiculous. The people we elect, we ought to just vote them all out of office and start over and see if we can come up with something better. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thank Appreciate you it, buddy. Thanks for calling in and voicing uh, your, your, your opinion. opinion. It's, it's going to be a controversial thing. I mean, it's going to get louder and louder over the next three weeks, too, because when is legislative session starts the 27th, I want to say, of January, okay. something like that. And so, Does it go for two weeks? One week? How long is the session? Six weeks! Isn't it? That's a lot of hot air being blown around for six weeks. The inversion's going to get worse. Hardy, hardy, hardy over those six weeks. legislative session goes from January 27, 2020 to March 12th. And then they take a break the rest of the year. I'm they, kidding. We have a I'm part-time kidding. legislature in the state of Utah. It's full-time during those six weeks. <laughs> but during the rest of the time, they don't have to be there. Basically the college football playoff committee. Yeah, the, the playoff committee is the same same story. All right, thank you, Paul. Uh, speaking of playoffs, just to, playoffs. Throw little, to throw a little sports in hey, here. playoffs today. The playoffs are here, baby. The ones that matter in the football. The, the legitimate playoffs when it comes to pigskin. The FCS, they'll they 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 have claim as the second best football playoffs yeah, in the first world. First kickoff, two thirty-five Mountain Time. The Bills, NFL, Tex- Bills Texans. Who you got, Bills or Texans? I like the Texans. Why? In that game, it's at Buffalo, is it not? I just like to show. Or is it at? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coach Mora. It's in Houston. Oh, in Houston. Yeah, in Houston. They got the home field advantage. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. I think J.J. Watt's playing. Yeah, Watt's playing. Yeah, they got Watt back for the game, which is pretty awesome. So I like I like the Texans. It's going to be a good game, though. And then you got Titans-Patriots. My Titans. I want to My see the, I really want to see the Patriots lose. Although the Patriots defense probably won me a fantasy football title this year. Oh, really? I won the Mark Miller Super Fantasy Football League, by the way. Thank of you. Of course you did. You're kissed by the fates, man. I, I auto-drafted until <laughs> the ninth round. All wide receivers. <laughs> Got to the ninth round. Guess who my first three picks were? We got Lamar. Lamar Jackson? <laughs> Mark Andrews, the best wow. tight end in the league, and the New England defense. Oh, my Those gosh. are my first three picks. And game over. And you didn't even do it on purpose. <laughs> game over. It's unbelievable. Yeah. One uh, time. So, uh, I cleared the money. I don't, I don't like taking the money for myself, so I bought the whole staff lunch. Well, that's nice. I bought about 14 pizzas for Southtown. I got the cash. Of course, by money you mean candy bars. Candy bars, because we would never gamble. No, not not no. in this state. No, We're no. good boys and girls. Skittles. So the Skittles. Pats, the Pats are favored by four and a half. Yeah, I think they'll cover that. Yeah, and that's my team on the other end of it. But look, <laughs> Ryan nice Tannehill versus Tom Brady. I know Tom Brady's had a bad year, but who are we kidding right now? Tom Brady in the playoffs. You're not picking anyone over him. Although both Adrian and Tony did yesterday on. The Tony and Austin show. I don't know. I think it's weird that they give the division winners home field advantage. It's dumb. Right? It really, they need to fix that. That's a really stupid rule. Yep. Right? That just you, you might a have division, a worse record, but you're hosting a team. Yeah, like Seattle has to go to, to Philly. Philadelphia. An 11-5 and five Seattle team has to go play a 9-7 and seven Eagles team. That's stupid. 
who weren't in the playoffs four weeks which ago. Which could have been an 8-8 eight eight team very easily if they hadn't won that last game. And I don't hate the matchup for Philadelphia, by the way. No. But Seattle's favored by a point and a half. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's the, the cool thing about the it's NFL. It's not fair to Seattle. It's not fair. Winning 11 games, have to go on the road for the first game. The cool thing about the NFL playoffs, though, is there's rarely a boring blowout game in the NFL sure. playoffs. Every it seems every one of them is must watch. Don't plan anything else for the day, especially this weekend and the divisional weekend. Then we get into conference championships, and it's like okay, now it's down to business. But this weekend and next weekend are my favorite weekends in postseason play across the board in any sport. And I I like baseball playoffs better than any other playoffs as a whole. Just because it seems like that's real baseball gets played then. Totally. But I love the NFL players. How about the fact that a 13-3 and Saints team doesn't get a bye? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> How stupid is that? You had 13 games. Well, you should have won. You should have only should've, lost two times. Should have won that 14th. <sighs> stupid. Isn't that crazy? It's insanity. Just how good the other teams are. I mean. Uh, who are you picking to win the Super Bowl right now today? I like Baltimore. Really? I really do. I feel like they're a Lamar bit of a paper just tiger. So good. Yeah. He had he a, is. A, one of the best seasons in NFL history. He did. And there are two voters out there. Can he do it all on his own? You know, there were I think it was two or three maybe voters out there that didn't vote him all pro quarterback. That's why. They voted Russell Wilson over him. <sighs> Russell Wilson's really good. He had a great season. I get it. I get it to you. But, but the guy's made, on the best team in the league. He made more mistakes than Lamar. And Lamar ran for 1,300 yards. Yep, 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 yep. There yeah. are those that say, well, a quarterback shouldn't run first. But he doesn't run first. <laughs> he, ran, he threw for 3,000-something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> If you had to pick one for one game, who would you take? Lamar that, Jackson. Well, that's what we did on the show yesterday. We, we did the playoff break bracket, quarterbacks only. The way he's playing right now, you play Lamar Jackson. Over anybody else in the playoffs right now. The way he's playing right now. Because Tony took Lamar said, as the number one If you one went history, you'd pick Brady because he's the quarterback in history. But I might go Breeze. Yeah. Breeze is stupid good. But it's that's the other th- cool thing. The glut, the gluttony. Good quarterbacks, of good quarterbacks right quarterbacks. now in the NFL. Yes. I mean, Garoppolo, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, just Aaron Rodgers. Like, just look at the ones that are in the playoffs. That's what I mean. Kirk yeah. Cousins? Yeah, not Kirk Cousins. I mean, you look Although at he's the, playing better than he. You look at just the twelve does. quarterbacks that, that are in the playoffs. Sure. <laughs> like the only team that who's the Bills quarterback? Josh Allen, Wyoming. Josh Allen, that's right. He's okay. he's good. Yeah. He's young. He's probably the weakest of all of them. But ah, no. him or Tannehill. Yeah. He's like an athletic Brett Favre. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, Touchdowns and Titans, interceptions. But, but the Titans have Henry. Derrick Henry, the defensive end that is a running back. Yeah. yeah. Tyson's, that's where the Titans are good. But, yeah, the quarterbacks in the playoffs are just nasty. They're just so good. So, I don't know. It's going to be a fun NFL playoffs. So, uh, and you got it right here on the Zone Sports Network. So, make sure you catch that, of course, right here on your home for Who the Who do you NFL. like for the Super Bowl? Uh, the Saints. Like the Saints? I think right? the Saints are going to win it. Uh, I don't hate the idea of the Packers. It's I don't. Tough, it's, hate tough to, it's tough to win the Super Bowl out of the wild card, though. It is. It's tough with that extra game. It wears you down. It does. Uh, I don't hate the idea. Baltimore, I can I can come along with. Chiefs? No. 
Because they are the choke franchise of the NFL. Yeah. They get there and they should be it, and then they just throw up on their shirts. Niners? No. They they are the Niners are the thinnest uh <laughs> most false front runner in the history of the NFL. So then Jimmy the Ra- Garoppolo. So then it's obviously the Ravens. No, cuz they are a one trick <laughs> pony too. The you need depth at every position and that's the Saints. The Saints have two to three deep at every spot. What about New England's D? Mm. Okay. I just, I don't know. Who, so you're taking who? I like Baltimore. The ball, oh, yeah, you said Baltimore. Brian, who you got? I... I think you talk about Baltimore. You got the defense with Lamar. And Baltimore's defense is as good as New England's. Who's his best receiver? Probably his Baltimore? Tight, probably his tight end, Andrews. Mark Andrews, yeah. Hollywood Brown. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, probably They've right. got some speed there. That's, that's the hard part about the Ravens. Who's their just, best defensive player? That's there are one name. Jimmy team. Smith. Okay. Corner. All right. Yeah, you're not winning a Super Bowl with so your right. defensive best player being a corner. That's you know what I'm wrong. Uh, uh, the safety from the Seahawks. Oh, uh, Thomas. Uh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah. But still, you got to have a lineman in my opinion or a linebacker. But hey, who what do I know? I don't. I I thought the Utes were good this year. That Fourth turned quarter out to pass not, rush to not be right. <laughs> Utes were good. They just didn't have any heart in the playoff in the bowl game. They they didn't want to be there. That's a big debate going on right now. Can't were really the, blame were the Utes as good as advertised, also, or many, did they just fall guys, apart many, against the good teams? How many guys didn't play in the bowl? Um, two. Johnson. Blackman. Blackman. So two of their best cover men. R.J. Hubert. Blackman's oh, backup. Oh, Hubert. Yeah. The three of their best cover men? The, the first and second string at that safety spot yeah, didn't play. That hurts. Especially when the very first play you give up a 40-yard pass over the middle. But does it hurt right to the Blackman, tune of right where Blackman would have been? 38-something to 10-something? Yes. No. If you don't have a guy that can cover receivers, yes, it does. That was that was a matter of heart. Utah didn't have any heart in that game. Tell, Bobby, but t- tell me about it. If they were playing in the Rose Bowl... They John, would have Johnson and Blackman are there. Yeah, uh, we we I, I, if it was Utah against Texas in the Rose Bowl, Utah wins by the same score that Texas beat Utah by, in my oh, opinion. Without question, because all yeah. those guys play. Julian wouldn't have played regardless because he tore his ACL. He couldn't play. Same yeah, with Huber, but yeah. Jalen probably suits it up one more played. time. Yeah, but you know, I, and I'm I'm on the side of I think Utah was as good as advertised, except for a couple positions that really benefited from the schedule. And Brian, you're an offensive line guy. That offensive line, I think, used a lot of tricks and mirrors to get to look better and play better than they were capable of at times based on uh, the opponent's abilities. I think they'll be better next year because they're pretty much returning. But this year, I feel like it was learning on the fly, and that showed up big in the, in the bigger games. I think the one thing that we don't talk about enough is that Johnny May got hurt in the very first game of the year against BYU yeah. and sat almost the entire year. They were forced to put Simi Mawala in, and then when they tried to mix things up against Washington, it was almost a massive disaster. So they just Which they won rolled, that game. Yeah. Rolled with the guys that they had, but it, it was a young group. They knew that the, the workload was going to be all Zach Moss. It, Andy Ludwig calls him an eraser because he can erase so many mistakes with how good he is. At, at maneuvering and, and 
manipulating defenses in the backfield. And when you stop him, you stop that offense. And that's what Texas and Oregon did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Huntley had a great season. But if Zach Moss is not his running back, I'm not sure he has as good of a season as he has. It's pretty clear that every single game where Tyler had less than eight rushes, Utah won. The ones that lost, yep. he had 12 or 16. So that Which, was. Why couldn't Troy Taylor have figured that so out? Is that South Carolina quarterback going to be the quarterback next year? I think so. You don't, Brian? No. Jake Bentley's not your no. guy. You're well, still Cam Rising. Yeah, yeah. Cam I, Rising, I, okay. I think. He's the Texas transfer, right? Yeah. He's been there for a year. They're going to move Shelly to defense? He actually got a couple of reps at safety. Nice. So switch numbers. Everybody thought it was Britton Covey out there. <laughs> yeah, they look the same. Yeah, he and Jason Shelley. Yeah, they're very similar. Basically, <laughs> basically the exact same human being. <laughs> the exact opposite human beings. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. That'll be fun spring topic. Uh, Utes quarterback. I would. Uh, I think Bentley might be the guy, but we'll see. Brian's more connected up there than I am. That's. I, it's going to be a great battle. Yeah. But I think one of the cool parts about it is that Cam Rising was one of the guys who convinced Bentley to come in and said, hey, give me a battle. Let's go to town. Let's see how, what we can do together. Yeah. And that's that's good if you have two guys that are willing to compete. They got that new cornerback coming in too. Yes. Phillips, right? CP3, Clark yeah. Phillips. Clark Phillips is one of the top corners in the country. Stole from Ohio State. That was fun. Which was. is why they wore the Ohio State jerseys mm-hmm. the, the day he made his visit. Just to troll him. So that he could, they could say, "Hey, hey. you can play here, and we'll make and you look, look like Ohio State. Too. You won't play there." It's marketing. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, that's it for the first edition of 2020's Mark Miller Subaru. Jeff Miller, good job, buddy. Happy yeah. New Year. Welcome to the New Year. It's gonna be a good one. Go Jazz tonight. They got the magic. Tune in right here on the Zone. Yep. Go Jazz. Be a good day. That's Jeff Miller for Brian Brown. I'm Austin Horton. See you next week. Did you know that one in 16 kids will lose a parent before they turn 18? Some of these unfortunate losses result from the brave service of 